Welcome to the Ultra Working Podcast, coming to you live from the rain on a busy street. We're doing it again. So, two related concepts. I'm here with Chris Natterer. We're giving a shot on recording on Chris's iPhone, whatever, Max, what Max are you on? What phone you got here? 13 Pro. A 13 Pro. I don't know if a 13 non-Pro is going to get the job done, but a 13 Pro will produce this. Two concepts, motorcycle in the background. But it's actually good that we got some background noise, potentially, because it relates to the two concepts. Two concepts. One, getting a diversity of tools so you can be productive in all sorts of different settings, I think is extremely, extremely valuable. Chris, you turned me on um, some years ago, back when it was like still the new hotness to the AirPods with mm. the noise canceling and you know, I'm like, whatever, man. I like my wired headphones. You're like, no, Sebastian, like, it's going to let you be functional in some zones that you're not. And just now, you pulled out your iPhone with the Anchor app to see if we could podcast. And we also do this to try to, like, set up a little bit of productivity stuff on our phones and our computers. You don't want to be neurotic about it where we always got to, like, oh, no, I got to, you know. But, like, when the spirit moves you and you want to do something, having the tools available where we don't need to break out a laptop. We can just bust out a phone you know, is valuable. The second concept, yeah, set up the tools, whatever. You want to set up the tools so that you can kind of, um, you know, it's kind of, how do I call this? It's something like, uh, uh, you know, like a quick response team. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, like big cities that got to deal with like bank robberies and kidnappings and terrorism and stuff. They have these like quick response teams it's not like, oh, no, there's a bank robbery. Uh, let's, uh, let's get the detectives uh, starting to investigate. The investigation will conclude in 10 days. No, you need the guys with freaking Uzis and uh, Kevlar to be able to just like, you know, or like maybe for a slightly less violent metaphor, maybe like the fire station doesn't need to take three days to get ready to go fight a fire. The bell rings and, you know, maybe someone's taking a nap. Somebody's having a, a tuna fish somebody's, uh, you know, watching Game of Thrones and then, then they just throw on their, their gear and they get in the big red truck and they put the siren on and they go. So, yeah, we got two concepts here. I think this is going to be a short show. But one of them is reducing the friction and the second one is being able to quick response on stuff so when the spear moves, you could snipe it when it's cheap. Let's take these one at a time. Chris, I know you're a big fan. So Chris and I, dear listener, we like technology. I know some people don't like technology. I don't know. I don't think we're going to persuade you of anything. If you like technology a little bit, I think you're, you're, that you could do this. It's just nice to set things up so there's a bunch of ways to get things done and it's always convenient. Chris, you want to? Yeah. Um, I mean, I like technology almost to a fault where I will, it's intrinsically fun to play with this, even if it's, it doesn't pay immediate dividends. But, uh, yeah, absolutely. Having multiple, having, multiple different ways to do something um, and instead of just one especially if they allow you to if they increase your 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 capability your width of capability so for example um, you know there is a high-tech recording setup in a studio inside with like modern microphones and we have that but then there is a here like you know really really low-tech version if you think of it it's a high-tech phone, I guess, but it's just a phone on a table, no specific microphones, and just the right app. And now two people can have a 
podcast and potentially you know produce really high quality audio actually at the same time. Yeah, and you know I think about this and something that I'm hit or miss at being good at, but but more hit than miss is you know almost everyone I know that doesn't have the most perfectly stable infrastructure that they never depart from and never travel travels with at least at least one redundant source of internet and sometimes two. Mm. And like I don't know, people like don't think this way, but you know, you can run, you know, something like a T-Mobile in the yeah. United States that gets 3G worldwide for like really not much. And then if you're traveling, you know, you you're really good about always picking up data. Yeah. You know, and, and what you use the mobile sim thing yeah. a lot, right? What, what's, what's the mobile sim? I still haven't got on this. Well, I mean, you know, in the past, I, I like five years ago when I started really heavily traveling, I would get the perfect sim plan that, that worked international. Times have changed a little bit where now most countries have eSIM. So you don't actually need to go into a store to physically pick up a SIM card. You can just have a electronic SIM card, you know, that you buy through an app in your phone. You come to the country, you just flick it on, and, and now you have, uh, you know, 5G or at least LTE internet any, anywhere readily available. I was, uh, you know, two weeks ago, I was on a tropical island, had like perfect internet connection. Working was absolutely fine. It's really uh, no longer a barrier to work from anywhere with just your phone, some, you know, mobile internet provider that you can, you know, pay with your credit card anywhere. And uh, well, which one do you use, by the way? So uh, I will now use whatever is. So there is a there's a couple of apps. That, one of them is called Air Rallo. Just you know, there are a number of these that have popped up where you can select from a menu. You can go into this app and you can be like, "Hey, I'm traveling to this part of the world." There are three different SIM card options. You just choose one. You install it. It just takes like a minute. You pay with uh, whatever you use, Apple Pay or your credit card, and now you have. A, a SIM card already ready to go when you arrive in that country. And you can top it up from the same app and it's extremely easy to use. Yeah, and like, by the way, for anyone that hasn't set up Apple Pay, like, it's useful, it speeds things up, it means you don't have to type your credit card in every single app you use. So that's another um, example, though it's a small optimization. Right. Yeah. But there's like a ton of stuff like this in the world. Some of it's hardware i mentioned the airpods which are which are cool yeah. i don't i don't think they're a strict necessity but they're mm -hmm. cool and it, you know if you can afford them yeah pick up a, a pair they're they're good they cancel whatever and then there's a lot of software and it's like i feel like maybe 10 years ago you know so for our listeners that you know are say older than 32 years old yeah. right i feel like the world did not change yeah that quickly 10 years ago where there was like new hotness really every two or three months. And, you know, like back then, if something cool came out, you heard about it, right? I was on, in college, I actually got in trouble once. Um, I was on the original Napster, mm. right? I was on the original Napster. It was super cool, by the way. It still looks, still nothing as, as cool. Maybe it's rose-colored glasses years later. But I was on the original Napster. And like, okay, Napster got shut down or whatever. And then Kazak came out. And then there's Torrance. You would hear about it because it didn't happen that much. Yeah. You know, when Gmail came out, Everybody's like, oh, it's Gmail. It's a big deal. Well, now stuff that maybe isn't as big of a jump as Yahoo Mail or Hotmail to Gmail, but it's still really good, comes out roughly every month. Right. Yeah. And so 
I mean, like, what, what do you do? You, like, get in the habit of occasionally, like, searching apps and trying them out, and then you ask people like you and me who like to try the new hotness, what are you using, what do you like lately? Yeah, uh, definitely keep my eyes open. I do, you know, I mean, there's a... I, I think I actually wrote it in, read it in what, some of your pieces, you know, like, first we shape our tools, and then our tools shape us. It's like a... I think somebody um, else, I didn't say that, but, well, but yeah, you, you I quote, quoted I think somebody. You, you might have sure. quoted it, yeah. Um, I do believe that, you know, like we are kind of, uh, we're, we're really like mostly just apes that we're able to deploy tools in a, in a way. Well, that's literally true. Yeah. So I do think that there is a advantage of, of, of knowing tools. Take for example, like noise canceling headphones for me are kind of one of those things that it's really very high on my list. If I lost mine, I would immediately get a replacement because it allows me to disconnect from the environment. I don't really have to worry about, is it loud around me? Where am I? I can just drop in and, and get high levels of concentration going wherever because I'm, I'm in my own little bubble. Um, and uh, it's just one of the examples of where really tech makes a huge difference uh, to, to calm your mind, to, to allow you to get more uh, work done. Yeah, so that's the first aspect of the show is like, you know, actually like, you know, many years ago, I didn't like trying new stuff. I'm like, let me let, let the other people hammer the bugs out. I don't want to deal with it until it's pretty good. I like my setup. Now, when somebody says something's worth checking out, I'll just do it on leisure time. And, and I really I remember this is explicitly and deliberately a shift that I made mm. that when somebody said check out X, Y, Z, I would like do that that evening instead of reading or, or watching a video or, or playing video games, I would just like play with it. Yeah. Actually, you recommended Notion to me mm. originally. I think I extended it. I took it further. I took it further, but you were, you were the guy that got me on Notion. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, that's been a gem, right? So, yeah. Uh, I, I think if you decide, hey, I'm going to assign to leisure time, playing with new technology, whenever anyone recommends a new app or whenever I search something, you know, I, I hate the apps in the Apple, uh, the, the advertisements in the Apple App Store. Mm. But I'll say one good thing about it is whenever you search something, whatever the thing that's advertised, which I guess is why they people advertise on it, try whatever's the advertising thing if you haven't used it. It's probably okay. Right. You know what I mean? It's probably okay. So give it a shot. Um, if you go to a city like Austin, Texas, has a couple of weird ride-sharing providers, or at least they did some years ago in addition to Uber and Lyft, ride Austin. Screw it. Right. Let's give it a shot. First, it might be really good. Second, it might be kind of different and interesting. And you might learn something. When Pokemon Go came out, I said, hey, let me see what's going on in the state of AR. Let me give this a shot. I really enjoyed playing a little bit of Pokemon Go in the early days. Though I hated hackers that would like take out a gym because you had to go find these gyms. I remember like one time at 10 at night, I walked like middle of nowhere to get a gym. I wanted to walk. This is like prompting walking. I wasn't like an obsessive Pokemon player. And I like, take out this gym and I battle it down. My Lapras and my freaking flame guy, Flareon. I take out this gym. I put my guy in the gym. That's my gym now. And then somebody else like takes my guy down. I'm like looking around like, hey, hello, where are you? Like you must be within like 50 meters. Who else is playing? Oh, somebody freaking mm, hacking the, the, the GPS to take out my Pokemon gym. But yeah, I think trying everything. If there's a new type of game, I bought an Oculus. I actually, I actually left my Oculus with, with, with you when I was in Europe. Um, yeah, like, it's cool. You know, the Quest 2? Yeah. Like, it was cool. Like, did it. Bought some of the top stuff on it. Tried some of the productivity stuff. Tried some of the games. 
saw the state of the art. Like, cool. Might have been a game changer for me. Wasn't. Don't regret it. Yeah. Don't regret it. I've owned different models of Kindles in my life. Sometimes I like a model of Kindle so much I keep one. Other times Kindle app on my, my iPhone is totally fine. Um, yeah, I think playing with, with new tech hardware. Hardware's, you know, whatever. If you can afford it, go for it. Might get some gems. Um, softwares. Software and apps are cheap. It's worth yeah. doing. And that's the crazy thing that, uh, I mean, I can, you know, I, I think um, the stuff does make my life better. It certainly makes it more enjoyable or keeps it interesting. And that there are new capabilities added and a new capability, like, for example, this is, I mean, this is the same phone. I don't know, the app probably has been around for a while. I didn't know about it until recently. So now there has been with like a simple download, a simple click, a new capability added. And this is, this happens all the time, small incremental changes that if you add them together, really, I mean, are, are powerful. Like I, I, um, I, I feel very grateful for the technology that I can carry around with me, on me, that gives me uh, insights about myself, that helps me to modulate my behavior and, and, and helps me to get, you know, better. So it's, it's been it's been a fun ride. I'm I'm wondering where we'll end up in you know ten Which twenty is, years. Yeah, and that, this leads to the second takeaway: is I think you know, I think a place where people get into trouble is they like tech for tech's sake. You and I both do. We just play with stuff and we like it and it's interesting and it's inspirational. And it's fun and we get a kick out of it. Fine. Not everybody's like us. That's totally fine. That's totally fine. No, really, I get it. I actually really respect the people that don't like technology. I think that's great. However, however. If there is a type of work that you do that really benefits from high insight in the moment, in the flow, you really want to look at how do you make that easier to do everywhere, right? Right. So, so I'm downloading this right now. I have podcasted from my iPhone before. And it was like a terrible freaking experience. I think I recorded in a voice and I was I needed to export it and I needed to transform it and then the quality wasn't great. And, uh, you know, you told me that... Um, you know, this app has auto leveling and you demonstrated it for me where like some, some of it was quality enhanced from within the app. You just clicked a button right. and like just bam, background noise yeah. just like faded a lot. So we'll, we'll see if this one's good enough to put out. But in terms of like pure editing, it does a much better job than the, the app I'm using on the Mac where I have to install plugins and I have to manually do this. I mean, this, this is, this is just superior. There's one button and the end result is better leveled and, and uh, noise reduced than what I've been able to, to do by myself. So. so there you go. So, I mean, I think it's really worth thinking about how you could set up these things on the go. Now, there's a counter argument that's kind of orthogonal to what we're talking about here, which is like you don't want to be wired all the time. Maybe you don't want to have all your chat apps on your phone. You know, sure. We're not talking about that. If somebody really wants to make that counter argument, like, We'll agree with you, but we'll be like, yo, that's not what we're talking about. What we're saying is, you know, if you're a movie producer, right, and you have a great idea for a movie thing you want to do, right, and you've got this beautiful movie thing software that works on your computer, it's a desktop computer at home, then you want to make it simpler. You want to be able to get some approximation of that if you can, on your phone so you could do it on the go. Chris and I are just like sitting outside. It's like a beautiful, like rainy night. We were at a cafe, the cafe closed. And uh, Chris shows me, hey Sebastian, there's a new 
podcasting app on the phone. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's, let's give it a whirl. Last time I did this, it was awful. A couple years back. Maybe, maybe this was around then. I didn't know about it. Right. But yeah, just setting up these capabilities so that you could do things on the go, um, I think is really high value. And I think it's constantly worth exploring. I like having my books, audiobooks, podcasts, and music all set up very nicely on my phone. I have uh, most of the chat apps that I use on the desktop on the phone. Some of them give me notifications and some don't. Most of them don't, actually. Only a couple things give me notifications. I will go in and customize notifications of, like, in this thing, if I get a private message, yeah. notify me. Don't do anything else. Yeah. Um, and the flip side, which is also really great that I think a lot of people don't use, is a lot of times you can mirror phone apps on your desktop. Yeah. Right? So almost all the chat apps, there's a way to get it working on your desktop. That's really valuable. I really, really like being able to use something like a WhatsApp or a Signal or one of those on the desktop. Additionally, a lot of people don't realize, and I don't think a lot of people know this, on all of the new Apple Silicon Macs, which is, I think, all of them now, right? You can go in the App Store and you could download iPhone apps and run iPhone apps from your computer. Right. Which are very often like better, actually better designed, work work smoother. Uh, yeah. Where it works, it's great. So I think getting all your desktop functions on your phone, if you want them. I mean, yeah, by all means, shut off whatever. Like we're not making that argument. Sure, we're, we're yeah, curate your attention. We're sure. not saying get notifications on everything. Yep. And like, look, if you like to just like write at home and never write on your phone ever, like that's totally fine. Like we're like whatever, just throwing it out there as an idea. You know, somebody's gonna like write in. And by the way, feel free to write in podcast at ultraworking.com. You can also, if you really want to be that person, you can make the argument, but I don't want to have the work on my phone. Okay, that's fine. But having the ability to run capabilities that would be desktop only on your phone, phone capabilities on your desktop, and then over time looking into other devices, you know, Apple Watch, you and I both have them, some stuff you could set up on there and do some interesting stuff with that can be helpful. I didn't like, I didn't like having uh, messaging on my yeah. Apple Watch. I didn't yeah. like that at all. So yeah. I took that off. Yeah. Right. Same here. But other stuff. Yeah. But like I tried it out. Yeah. And actually there was some things that it was useful for. Like it was actually really useful for uh, like if I was getting a food delivery, mm. Mm. you know, because I could be like making a coffee in the kitchen, you know, leave my phone over on my desk in another room and then, then, then the, the watch would ping me. But it was net. I didn't like it, but I tried it. And uh, yeah, I think this stuff is changing all the time. Hardware, software, especially software. Software is so easy to try. And I think a good goal for it is to ask yourself, hey, what are the creative functions and the productive functions I do? Hey, you know what's a funny one? You know what's a funny one, Chris? I'll say one funny one before I get out of here. I'll say one funny one before I get out of here. You know, many years ago, I, I did some consulting, and, and some of the work um, that I did would be, would be looking at, like, spreadsheets and talking about the stuff that's in the spreadsheets back in the day. The Excel app on the iPhone is shockingly good. Well, I could literally do spreadsheet work from a spreadsheet file, like an old school pre-cloud XLXS, XLSX, right? I could run that on my phone, and I could have, back then Skype was the hotness for outbound calls, there's probably something better right now. I could literally do Skype and Excel, and like nobody knew or cared, and it was totally fine hmm, for phone calls. Nice. So things you would expect you can't do. Like Excel, Excel, like fuse Excel ever, like just play with it on the phone. You owe it to yourself to, cause it's like pretty good, like surprisingly good. Like it's just like, they did a nice job designing yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah, get it set up so you could do whatever you like, wherever you like. Um, 
get the tech on there so that when you want to go quick response on something, when you have a beautiful idea, you could just run it out. Yeah. Um, multiple ways to capture is one of the things that I've lately done. Like I've now so many ways to capture ideas graphically, uh, you know, voice, quick voice, recording, quick uh, note that, that files it into a, an inbox. And that has really helped a lot. Make it, make it, make it frictionless. Now, whatever I press, I can, I don't have to do, do this one specific way to get my idea out of my head into my, in, into a capture system, but I have multiple ways that lead there. So that's been really, really helpful for me lately. This was fun. It's our first show on Anchor. Shout out to the Anchor app. We'll see if it's any good or not. If it's bad, you can blame them. But, uh, hey, as always, we appreciate you listening. Have a think about setting up different ways to get your stuff done, all sorts of different stuff, just to make it frictionless when you want to be productive. And then, you know, if you're not already, give a think to just trying out tech on leisure time. I think there's a curve. Two or three weeks where it's a little uncomfortable if you if you haven't done this before, where then it's like it's fun. It's it's like anything else. You learn it, then it's pretty fun. Especially the first time something clicks and you add it to your your stack. Right. I'm using Excel on my phone. You know, all my friends were like jealous of me. They're like, "Use Excel, like, you do it too." But like, I, I think I was the first person in my social circle to be doing that. And it worked pretty good. So the first time something clicks for you and like really makes your life better, it's like it's a pretty cool feeling. You get addicted. So give it a whirl. Chris, this is a lot of fun. We'll see if Anchor's any good. Maybe add this to the workflow. And dear listener, thank you for listening. Be well.